Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy the boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, keeping Bill the Engineer Woo-hoo! on this festive Christmas Day. Well, no, it's not it's it's Christmas, Christmas yet, Day. It's almost, it's, you know, the 8th of December. We're, all, we're almost there. Two and, weeks. And, and I know, because it is my birthday week, that you've probably brought me a gift. I have. I have indeed. And, uh, oh, by the way, Barry the Boater is with us as well. So we, Sixth day of Hanukkah. Okay. Thank well, you. I believe that's pronounced Chanuka. I don't want to correct the Jewish member of our team, but I believe that's pronounced Chanuka, isn't it? I believe. Chanuka? Technically. Chanuka. I thought it was Gesundheit. <laughs> correct. So we'll go with that. Actually, my favorite Hanukkah meme that I ever saw uh, was the one that uh, that says, if you don't understand Hanukkah, here's how it works. Imagine your phone is at 10% charge, but yeah. it lasts for eight days. Wow. That's going to give you a that's, sense. That's pretty good. Yeah. So there you go. It's he, a miracle. He's explained the holidays. Yeah. That's what Bill the Engineer is here for. And to it's celebrate his birthday. Because he is a Christmas birthday boy. Uh, two weeks before Christmas. Right. Yeah. So can can we... I'm, I'm going to bestow upon Bill a promotion. No. Before you do that, I want to give him his present. It's, this is it. No. This, I'm giving him something way better than some oh, stupid promotion that you're making up. This is for real. It's right there on the desk. You see it? The little bag? Uh, all the way up from uh, Nova Scotia. A Bahaba. I brought it back from my uh, cruise up north. Where's it at? Where's the bag? This bag? The, yeah. The, the, the open bag that you gave us months ago of lobster poop? This bag? Yeah. I saved some. <laughs> There's still this some this, lobster this, this poop. Jimmy and, the Bubble Boy half-eaten bag of lobster poop? Well, he washed his hands every other time he uh, handled the candy. You know what, Greg? You're right. I can't possibly top that. <laughs> Happy birthday, Bill. <laughs> Good God. Uh, yeah. But they're little cherry droppings of I know fun. what they are because yeah. they've been here in the studio for months. Yeah, but have you, do you, did you eat one before? Yes. They're better the second time after they've I'm set sure out. Once, it, once gotten they've gotten stale. a little stale, yeah. they're going to be better. They, they've calcified. Yes. Yeah. They could be classified by the ATF as you know a lethal weapon. <laughs> you will eat no cherry lobster poop before it's time. It's time. Yeah. They're good till like even though the package says it was expired last year, I think no, no, that's it, just rumor. That, it doesn't and, say that it's good until any certain time. It says best before. Best. <laughs> that's right. relative. That's a relative measure. Best before May twenty twenty one. Well, there you go. See, after that, then they'll really be bad. Bill, when he saw that on the clearance rack, he knew what he had to buy. He got yeah. that right. I was thinking of Bill. Yeah, and the his funny birthday thing was, Greg the had something similar tattooed on his chest. <laughs> Best before. <laughs> That's right. Pretty cool tattoo. Expired. <laughs> okay, now if yes. you think you could top that, Patrick, I'll let you. Yeah, I'll well, let you move it, forward. because Bill, the engineer, you know, going back. Four studios ago, when Bill was actually our engineer, yes, um, it actually made sense. I, actually, 
we, I think we have to go even further back to the point where it was uh, at at Clear Channel. And I actually, it was my job. That's back when I got paid to do this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no one remembers that. So, so Memories. I, <laughs> I tend to think of Bill when he comes in, when he's, he's uh, gracious enough to uh, uh, show up. Without a shirt and a Speedo? Um, to decide that but, money is no longer an object but for he, me. He, Bill provides a stability to this uh, boat we God call a show. help us. So I'm going to promote him to Keel. So he will be forever known as Bill the Keel Keevan. Huh. You know, I kind of like it. I know. I like right? it. Right? It's, it's, like, it's like a wrestling name. Yeah. Okay. But think about it. You're the backbone. The keel is the backbone of the boat. It's what keeps it. I get covered in barnacles, and then I, no. I harm people that need to be no, punished. because True. keels are also internal. Oh, okay. It's also the first part of a ship to be laid. That's okay. true. Let's just leave that lie. <laughs> We know that ain't true. <laughs> well, maybe this so, week. So, Bill, better than lobster poop? Way better than oh. lobster poop. Thank you very much. Bill the keel. Hmm. Okay. Well, I, I don't agree. But To uh, be whatever. fair, uh, previously as an engineer, I used to spend all of my time down in the, uh, in the engine compartment yeah. breathing in the fumes. Now I've gone slightly lower in the boat. True. You've I'm just not laying on the floor not, not in the really, engine compartment. Not really that much lower. No. No, no, no. Slightly. Slightly. All right. Well, enough about yes. us. Do we have any, like, uh, boating news and information? We have quite a bit of boating news and information, and I want to start with some names that I know you're familiar with. Bluebird, uh, Riculus, uh, Astronautilus. What are... Patent Lock. Constellations. Knows. Not constellations. Bluebird. Yeah. There's Riculus and, 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 and this is going to give it away. Yeah. Bluebird, but not spelled bluebird, spelled French bleu, bleu bird, b l e u bird. Now, now you know who I'm talking about. No, isn't that an ice cream manufacturer? <laughs> no, no, that's Bluebell. Oh, all Bluebell. right. I well, understand the confusion. I didn't know I was coming to a quiz today. Will you please just answer the, your own damn question? All right. So here's the thing. Uh, these folks are, of course, uh, and this is a story from the Orlando Weekly. So uh, local journalism uh, rearing its ugly <laughs> its ugly head here. That on still program. exists. Yes, uh, Bluebird is actually a, J- a Jacques Bruna, uh, and he is a South Floridian and a rapper as part of the yacht rap. Genre. What? Yacht rap? Yacht rap. It's like yacht rock, but no. with rap. No. No, wait. Yacht rock is like sailing, dun, 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 you know, all that kind of stuff. Yacht rock is not a thing. Yacht rock yeah, is, is a thing. There's it a is not it a is, thing. It is a music which you play if you want to be a boater. If you want to, if you want to like this program, enjoy the lifestyle of the boater, you play yacht rock. And if you want to be part of this lifestyle as a boater and you want to be cool, you play yacht rap. No. No, I, you I don't. Would, I actually agree with Patrick on the second part of this. Uh, this is a hurricane party. Uh, it is the name of this uh, collective of uh, of rap aficionados, uh, and it's uh, they have a, a clutch of infectiously weird numbers. That, according to uh, Matt, so this is a rap duo. Uh, it's actually a rap group, Matthew Moyer, uh, but they it's 
a pair uh, who also do some other work with uh, some other names like Astronautilus and Patton Locke. But these two came together as Hurricane Party, and they brought in some other featured artists the way rappers do. Okay. I think it started, this whole genre started back with uh, Will Ferrell. Or no, no. Uh, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Uh, Adam. Adam no. That was more cowboy. Adam Sandler. No, not Sandler. No, let him, just let him, let him struggle. Let him struggle. Sandberg. The, those guys. Like, I'm on a boat. Andy. I'm on a boat. You know, that song. Andy. Yeah, okay, Andy. We'll go with him. <laughs> Andy Sandberg, those yeah. guys. What, uh, uh, what, what are the Lonely Island. Lonely Island, right, is the name of the group. So they I started just, this I, just, I, I love good. watching him flail. <laughs> I'm not flailing. I'm just you explaining. You were flailing. I, but, that so, wasn't a flail. I've it seen was it. a fail. I've, I've seen it much worse. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is like a four on the flail scale. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> Well, the we fact, entertained Barry. Wait a minute. The fact today. that we even have a flail scale <laughs> is problematic enough. Well, just to be fair, up until now, we didn't need one because when he did it, it was always a 10. Always a solid 10. Today, he was just approaching it, but he wasn't He wasn't totally lost. It was only he a knew, four because we got a keel. He some of the syllables. We got Bill the keel here to keep us you know, a little bit more stabilized, so it was only a four. There it is. All right. It's all coming together. So anyway... So, Hurricane Party uh, is this this group, this collective, primarily a duo uh, of Bluebird and uh, Rickolus. Worst uh, rap names ever. Well, it, it sounds like a disease. I got Rickolus. Oh, it's very itchy. <laughs> it sounds like a cough medicine. <laughs> I can't walk without. I think my it's feet meant hurting. to sound like ridiculous, but said in a much cooler way. And it's, and it's music. It's music with a Florida vibe. That's what it is. It's Florida centric. That's Jimmy Buffett. So it makes it, no sense. Yes, it does make sense because no, Jimmy Buffett is seventy. Right, and your point is. So a seventy-year-old can't always represent the state, although it is the average age. <laughs> yeah, but eventually we're going to need that age to creep closer to thirty. And for that, we have Bluebird and Rickless. So, so what are some of the hits from this um, yacht duo? rap? I can't wait to hear the titles of this amazing. So, stuff. wait, wait. These two guys are they claiming that they've made up this genre, or are they just saying we are yacht rap? Uh, no, I think that more or less what's happened is that they've they've created their own sound, and their sound. I don't like it. I've never heard it. I don't like it. As yes, turn off that racket, you damn kids! Get off of my lawn! Put Buffett back on the radio. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. 
a state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast let us eat drink and be merry merry christmas baby you surely treat me This is the World of Boating. Gregor first mate, Captain Patrick, Bill, the engineer, Barrett, the boater. We got a full crew on this holiday weekend. Or just, you know, it's not a holiday, but it's, I feel, it feels like anything between Thanksgiving and Christmas is like a holiday. And it's my birthday, so to me, it is like a holiday. Well, there's that too, but who cares? It's I've a got holiday poop. Christmas. That's right. And you know what? I'm not even going to ask you to share. Would you say that <laughs> it is a Billy holiday? Oh, stop with those jokes or I'll kill you. (laughs) As you should. (laughs) Wow. I have news. Importing news. Important news. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Dateline. Last week. Two weeks ago. Yeah. (laughs) Dateline, November 28th. Important update from CBS News 8 team in Carlsbad, California. Important breaking news. A man born to be the lead on this story. Off the coast of Carlsbad. Well, actually, no. On the coast of Carlsbad, (laughs) California. This guy's got a sailboat, and he is, um, he's not good at sailboating. There's a lot of things in his life which have led up to this point, and he should be good at sailboating. But he is not good at sailboating. And how do I know this? Because his boat is washed up on shore. Wait, first of all, nobody refers to it as sailboating. <laughs> you they refer to it, it as motorboat. Oh, yeah, wait, no, I do not. What different. do you refer to it as? Sailing. Hmm. You don't refer to I it as sailboating. 
Mm. It, it's, it's a fa- I've never heard anybody refer to it as sailboating. Guess Let's bagging. go sailboating today. Weren't you just listening to me like five seconds ago? No, no. he wasn't. He had tuned okay. it out, as, as most people do. So he is a sailboater. <laughs> okay. Who was sailboating. Right. We'll go with that. And if there are any women here, I'd show you the difference between sailboating and motorboating. I'm looking at two right now. <laughs> so anyway, so the sailor would not come off of his ship in in spite of the fact that he was legitimately terrible at it. And we know that because the boat is not even on its keel. It is on its side on shore. This is a bad boater. This is a boater who should be better, if for no other reason than that his last name... I want you to guess what his last name is. Of all the names that someone who should be good at sailboating might have as a last name, do you have any guesses, Greg? Gilligan. Gilligan's a fine Skipper. guess. Uh, Barry, yes. do you have any guesses what this person's last name might be? Keevan. <laughs> Keel. That's good. It's a good guess. Patrick? I know the story. You do know the story. Uh, one and two have uh, reviewed it with Patrick, so he uh, does know the story. If he were in the Navy, no one would know how to address him. That's true. Well, if no, was, they would. It would just sound ridiculous. Hmm. Seaman, seaman. Wait, ridiculous or what is it again? Not ridiculous. Not ridiculous or bluebird. Okay. <laughs> no, no. His last name is Seaman. Uh-oh. S-E-A-M-A-N. And we'll Seaman. leave that one alone. No, 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 no. Seaman. Like, if he was in the Navy, he would be Seaman Seaman. Oh, yeah, right. I get it now. At about 3 o'clock in the morning on Wednesday, he was finally taken off the boat after he'd apparently fallen asleep. But he had, was in a standoff with police. He had apparently broken several ribs, but wouldn't come off the boat, even though it had definitely crashed into the shore. You know, if he was a sperm donor... <laughs> <laughs> I've got these vials here. It says semen, semen on it. I'm very confused. No, it would be semen, semen, semen. If he was in the Navy and, and a sperm donor. Yeah. yeah. And moving on. <laughs> uh, this is a... Uh, the boat that he was taken off of uh, appears to be damaged. It uh, cannot uh, sail or motor on its own because its keel is damaged. This is where I could come in and mm. help out a lot. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so there's, there's some great footage. If you go to the World of Boating Facebook page, you'll see this story posted there by Juan and two, our crack news team, who posts all of these stories. And then occasionally someone on the show might read it. That someone is always Patrick. Yep. <laughs> Let me point you know, out when the when professor these- can f- repair that hole with some uh, tree sap and some sap, you know, and a wood, coconut. Wood. Hmm. <laughs> Okay. When, when these types of stories happen, um, it's it's a really it's a great learning experience if you actually get into the the heart of the story, which is don't name your kid Seaman. This is last name. Oh well, or change your name if your name is. Oh no. What's the lesson that can be learned here, Patrick? So there are times when we're boating. Yes. And we sailboating or motorboating. We suffer mechanical <laughs> failures. Yes. Now. With, with a sailboat, it could be a failure with the sails. It could be a failure with the motor. Certainly in a powerboat, um, things happen. Um, and if your boat is properly equipped, mm-hmm. you should have on board an anchor. Yes. And 
there was a period of time before he that boat actually got into the surf and it was kind of the point of no return at that point where you have the opportunity and i understand you're in a panic something's happened with the sail uh god forbid you get demasted or if the uh, engine has died and you can't get it restarted but you have to think first and foremost okay i need to keep my vessel in place so things don't get any worse and if you have an anchor on board which you should especially a boat like this you would deploy the anchor even if you don't have enough road to where you're going to touch bottom it's going to create drag and eventually it's going to touch bottom before the boat does and can help keep this from becoming a the story that it is eventually the mast did break uh, on this uh, vessel, but mainly, be- I mean, it, there are definitely pictures of the mast with the sail on it. Well, I would and, imagine once he got beached and it's up on its hull side and it's yeah. getting rocked by the surf. Now the point, it's 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 pressing on the mast and right. snapped it off. Yes, and that's that's exactly what happened. He didn't do anything to furl the sail in any way, uh, and as a result. The mast is gone, can't sail, motor's not working. Uh, he argued for four hours with uh, Coast Guard personnel on the shore and park personnel on the shore that he was fine. Mr. Seaman, come out of the Patrick. boat. Patrick. Yes, Barry. Patrick. I also discuss size of anchor versus boat. I've seen way too many people... Uh, over at the uh, sandbars with these 30, 25, 30 foot boats that use an anchor that's, that's designed for a 15 foot boat, and they wonder why it won't hold. Well, and you know why? I mean, not that why it won't hold, but you know why they do that. It's cheaper. It's cheaper. We're going to talk more about other things that are cheaper, like Greg. What? When we come back. Hey, that lobster poop costs a good $249. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Bill, the engineer, Barry the Boater, full crew. Hey, I, I brought you something else for your birthday, Bill, since today is the big day for uh, Bill the Keel. Or what do we, Bill the engineer, Bill the what? Keel? Bill, Bill the Keel Keevan. Bill the Keel Keevan. I know, I hate it. Uh, anyway. Like Richard Keel. I, I brought you, uh, you know, leftover Jaws. lobster poops from Only shorter. Nova Scotia Tiny on my last trip, boat adventure. But I also brought you this. It's a rock here. It, is it? Is it just like the other rocks you gave us? Yeah, the he's regifting rock. the rock that <laughs> I left Bay of here. Fundy rock. Yeah, you can regift within if it's like I have a, a I have two a, week window. But that's I, my rock. That's okay. You made a wish and then you you gave it back and then I'm now I, I'm giving I, it back. I'm, to I'm Bill. good. I already have a rock, a Bay of Fundy rock, uh, yeah. sitting with my change at home. Yeah, but did you? This is a new one that you can make a new wish on. No, it's that rock's rock. got an unused wish because that's why I had it here. So that right, yeah. Once you make your wish and then you give it back, it has to, to me. go back to the Bay of Fundy. It can't get reset just anywhere. It has to. No, that a, is wrong. A, a Bay of Fundy reset. There's no two ways about that. That is wrong. Yeah, you, you when you make Do you your wish, me to look this up. 
No, when you make your, I know this because I was the one who harvested this wishing rock from the Bay of Fundy. Yes. Uh, that once you make your wish and then you leave it here because you don't take it home because you didn't think it was a valuable enough gift to do so, it is automatically gifted back to me, which I can then again. I was give, waiting to uh, use it to a point where you hit present. a level 10 flail. <laughs> <laughs> your wish did not come true. It was not granted. That was a four at best. No, it was, it was, it was, it was going to save you. If you hit a level 10 flail, I was, was going to wish it away. You. He was going to save you by tossing you softly the well, rock. Well, some people dread. would say toss. <laughs> All right, look. Enough nonsense. I'm that trying to keep us on We have on 30 track. minutes of nonsense to go. And uh, and you guys... Uh, Don't undersell our nonsense. Yeah, you know, took us on this diversion. It's really Wait, uh, inappropriate. We? Yeah. How I think he started with The Rock, didn't he? Yeah. Yes. I yeah. don't know what you're talking I about. Agree. I agree. I did want to, and I don't know if we have time now. No, we got to take a break and Dang, then come back. Nab it. I, you can th- tease it. But So here's what I want to talk about. I do want to talk about the value that you have to assign to how much money you spend on things. And, and we touched on this with the cost of an anchor and, and how much it really costs you to go cheap for boating equipment. When you should really get what you need for the right application. We'll talk more about that next year in the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Mind the boat. Mind the boat. Whoa, hey, hey, stop that. This is the world of boating. What the hell? It is in, this isn't the home of yacht rap, uh, despite what Bill and Patrick would like to see, I think. Uh, That's you know, not yacht rap. Fans. Stop being Riculous. They were, they were the ones who started it. No, uh, rapping yeah. on a yacht, doing a parody rap on a yacht is not yacht rap. Wait a minute, you're on a yacht now, and you're on, rapping. Though. What if what if instead you're going to be uh, putting your yacht on the back of a boat and traveling it and driving it to a different place and you want to keep the elements away from it? Would that be a yacht rap? No, you don't put your yacht on top of a boat. I meant on top of a trailer. Speaking of which, <laughs> you don't put your yacht on top of a trailer. You might put it on a trailer. You could. You could yatch it what, right up there. One of the there. big ones? One of the big ones when they're, when they're driving yachts across? Okay, we're not going to get into the discussion as far as what determines what is and is not a yacht. Not again. Okay. okay. Not again. So but a 24-foot 24 24 1996 Stratus would not be a yacht. <laughs> well, it depends. <laughs> A 24-foot 1996 Stratus would not be a yacht. Are we willing to concede that no, point? No, because it depends on the person who owns it, because they may very well refer to it as a yacht. I don't think this guy did, though. This guy actually closed down parts of Interstate 4. For those of you not familiar, Interstate 4 is one of my favorite interstates because it does not go into any other states. True. Really? That, that's the threshold for... I, I love interstates that don't go to other states. Okay. Because it's an intrastate highway, not an interstate highway. Yep. All right. I but, guess. I mean, there, there, Float your boat. There are lots of them. You know, the, the beltways, all the beltways are like that. Uh, I'd really but not anyway. like to, you know, focus on your fetishes. Let's move on to other stuff, please. You know, I had a lot of fetish Okay, just stop, scheduled. I said. <laughs> all right. 
So uh, parts of I-4 were closed down on Saturday morning uh, last week after a, excuse me, this was now two weeks ago, uh, after a speeding driver caused the boat that he was pulling to separate from his truck. Is that bad? Uh, yeah, Patrick, as someone who's, who's uh, driven boats cross-country, that's bad. Uh, is that mm-hmm. bad? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Florida Highway Patrol says the man was driving his Ford F-250 too fast for the conditions, yep. which I think is indicated by the trailer jackknifing and the boat coming off of the trailer. Hmm. So did the trailer disconnect from the truck, or did the boat just launch itself now, from the trailer? Unfortunately, there are not pictures of this. I do know that the the boat separated from the trailer and landed on the shoulder of the road. The driver was cited for driving too fast. We see this far too often. Mm-hmm. Far too. And the thing is, $15, talking about costs. Right. $15 for ratchet straps. And that would have solved it? Or now, well, hold on. Limited? It's okay we talk about his fetishes now. What, he has a thing for <laughs> ratchet, ratchet straps? No, trailers. <laughs> oh, boy. Trailers, Greg. Trailers is what do it. Tires and bearings. And wow. When you bumps. say it like that, oh. it sounds so dirty. <laughs> wow. Nothing, get, nothing gets me going. I Wait. wish you would stop. Yeah, please. <laughs> Trailer jacks. Okay, just stop. Oh. Spare right. tires. So, but, but this really is a case where this... This boat should have been strapped down onto the trailer, right? Yeah. It should have been. Now, he shouldn't have been speeding. Well, it's, I, well? it's I-4. What are the chances that you get to speed? Yeah, I mean. I- yeah. I-4 doesn't speed. It's always right. stopped. Yeah, good point. But what happens is we all boats that size are going to have two stern eyes. And even if they don't have stern eyes, you have the ability to run a strap over the transom of the boat. Right. And help keep that back end down, because if you get into a situation where something hap- you blow a tire, yep. there's an accident ahead, you have to stop short, certainly a trailer can jackknife on you, and when we get into the physics of inertia, uh, energy, that boat is going to move on its own, and it's going to want to come off of that trailer, well, I mean, when you talk about the inertia of it, really, when you're when you're towing something, that thing that's on the trailer is moving at zero miles an hour, but with all of the energy of it moving at the speed of the trailer. Well, if we do x over y, <laughs> and we say zero, zero miles is mass an hour defined. in relation to the trailer, not yeah, in yeah, relation yeah. to the road. Correct. My, my brain hurts. Right. So Move once, on. once you change that, and the 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 boat become separate from the trailer all of that all of that motion energy all of that momentum is transferred to that boat because the boat has all of that energy it's just neutral compared to the thing that it's on and it's a lot heavier yeah. it's more mass moving it's higher up off the ground center of gravity is an issue so straps stern straps help um the other thing that we see, again, far too often are bow winch straps that people don't realize. Now, Barry, because he garages his boat, he probably doesn't see this as much as people, their boat, their trailer stays out exposed to the sun. But those trailer straps have a lifespan. And eventually, they're going to deteriorate. They're going to stretch. And they are going to break. Usually at the most inopportune time. Well, like when they're I'm being trying, stressed, right? Well, they're when not I'm gonna... trying to winch my boat up out of the water. Right. And 
crank, 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 sting. And then what happens is, because you're in a rush, whatever, you run that strap out, you run it through the little eyelet of the hook, and you make five or six knots. That doesn't Not good knots, it. because that's far too hard to do. <laughs> so you just tie knot after knot after knot after knot. And it's and, a strap, so it doesn't even want a knot. It wants a yeah. Wants and a then fold. you just leave it. Yeah. And you forget about it because, hey, it's working, and... It's Florida. No, wait. So. Am I the only one right now listening to Patrick and, and thinking he is a terrible boater? <laughs> That's what you do? How dare you call yourself a captain and act Actually, like that? I have not been able to pay attention to one word he said since he said, we got to put a strap on that and keep that rear end down. Since the second he said that, I have not been able to focus on anything he said. Oh, boy. <laughs> Barry passed out. <laughs> Trailers. But this is another case I didn't where, say me, by the way. I said we see something oh. we see far too often. Oh, okay. But I this is another case where how much those straps cost? Those straps don't cost $15, right? Uh, those straps might be a little bit more. Right. But it's a maintenance thing that you have to do, especially when in Florida, if your trailer's outside and it's constantly exposed to UV and weather, that strap has got a lifespan. It's going to stretch. It's going to start to rip. It's, it's going to dry out. So you need to replace that the first time that you start to see those threads at the front start to pop loose and pull. It's like, okay, you know, we're done. I got to run down to the local store, trailer store, Ace Heart, whatever it is, and get a strap, set it up on there correctly. I think we just uh, discovered a very good uh, gift to get the boater on your list for the holiday season. Now, when you're setting these straps... Gift certificate for the boating place is the right gift, and then oh. they can pick the right strap. When, you're, right. when you're setting these straps up, it's a good idea if you have something to attach the end of the strap to, the one with the hook, mm-hmm. so that as you're putting that new strap onto the winch, it's creating tension and creating a little bit of stretch. Gotcha. Because a lot of people... Did he just... Yeah, I think he hiccuped. He did. He has a hiccup. <laughs> I thought... I thought, he was com- I thought he was coming to again. <laughs> he had a bit too from, much eggnog. From the, uh, from the accounting department, trailer uh, replacement straps run anywhere from ten to thirty bucks. Yeah, Go, spend the, spend the thirty bucks. You know, <laughs> yeah. get the get the better strap. Usually, the nice yellow ones. Um, this is the thing that I think a lot of people ignore. Sure, boats aren't cheap. They just aren't. And and the money the the pennies that you're saving by not having the right anchor, by not having the right strap, by not having the right things to make it so that your boat gets from where you have it now to where you want it to be, that that is money which makes your boat go from being worth whatever it was when you bought it to being worth what Seaman Seaman's boat is worth right now with mm. the mast broken laying on its side in uh, Southern California along the beach. Well, if you remember... That's uh, unlikely. Trying to trying to pull <laughs> it up. The, the one that we had uh, mentioned last week. Right. Yeah. Um, trying About, to find it for Bill right here. Wanted to. Oh, yeah, I saw one with a dollar as a word. Uh, has a story on uh, Facebook. What? Yeah, it's on Facebook. There, there was a, this 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 horrible, horrible video um, that was posted where this this brand new boat, actually down in I believe Barry's area, uh, <laughs> wound up on its, on side. its side. 
Why? Got pitched off the trailer. This is yep. a twin outboard center console. Beautiful boat. Looks brand new. And it's laying on the sidewalk. Hmm. And in clear water. It, so this is uh, in clear water. So not yep. near Barry, but kind of near Thank Barry. You. Closer to Barry than we are. Yes. Uh, but just needless. Should never have happened. Yeah, there's no reason for that. Check out, if you want to see that video, uh, by the way, boat damage over $5,000. Easily. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast what do you get the person who has everything already huh i can only think of one thing a friggin' yacht So we can have parties on there? Well, it's going to be kind of hard to do that after I do this. Wait, where are you guys going? 
saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day in the morning. And what was in those ships all three on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day? And what was in those ships all three on Christmas Day in the morning? Our Savior Christ and His Lady on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. Our Savior Christ and His Lady on Christmas Day in the morning. Pray will the Savior. All right, wait, I think we're getting the idea. This is the world of boating. Happy holidays to you. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Billy, engineer, buried a boat around and out the crew today as we're in a kind of holiday mode. Bill? I, I, so I know that one of the uh, one of the conceits of this program uh, is that we don't actually react to the bumper music. Never. Uh, but I want to. Number one, uh, what was the... What was the audio clip at the beginning from? What was what was that from? Uh, Last Man Standing, I believe. Did he blow up the boat? Yeah. Why? Because they can. Because they were the last man Because the last, last people on Earth, that, so there's tons of boats. Not so Last Man Standing. It. it was Last Man on Earth, yeah. So so they can, the, the, there's plenty of boats, so they can blow uh, up the boat yeah, if they exactly. want to. Exactly. If you're the last person was, on Earth, what would you do to amuse yourself? Uh, hey, I got this yacht over here. Check this out, kids. I'd start a radio show. <laughs> I think he has. Hey, we would have the same audience. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so second thing, who sang the song in the rejoin? Sting. I thought it sounded like Sting, and I thought, what the hell is Sting singing about? Am I, I familiar? Three ships. Well, yeah, they, you know, that- I'm not familiar with the song, but it definitely what? sounded like Sting. I love That's Sting. That's a classic it's a- Christmas. Uh, what, what's, what's, what's it about? About three ships. On Christmas Day, I, I, I think Christ it's, and his I, lady. I think it's an allegorical tale instead of the three wise men. Yeah, we'll go with that. Okay. Speaking of wise men, yeah. Do you know what wise men does? Not spends, listen to this show. Spends an appropriate amount of money on the devices that his ship needs to be to operate safely. And this is the sort of thing we were talking about for most of the show today. The cost of tie-downs, the cost of the straps, the the cost of a reasonable anchor. Mm-hmm. The expense that's related to not spending these pennies versus the dollars of the ship. And it's not dollars. It's not hundreds of dollars. It is not thousands of dollars. It is tens of thousands of dollars that you're looking at with your boat. And to say it's not worth $30 for the strap. Minor is, investments up front to stave off potential big losses in the future. What, what are you really saving if you don't have an anchor which can hold you in place in the water? Well, first... <clears throat> You have to realize that it's not always just the anchor that's going to hold you in place. Correct. So we have to start with, uh, to Barry's point, the appropriate size anchor. And with the wonders of the internet, that information is so easy to find for your size boat, what size anchor you should have. Or you could actually do something like call the boat manufacturer and if they optioned that boat with an anchor, what anchor they provided, and the manufacturer should be able to furnish you with that information. Now, since you work for a boat manufacturer... Supposedly. All right. Since you get checks from a boat manufacturer... There you go. <laughs> um, they don't come with anchors? Larger yachts do. Okay. 
Uh, smaller boats, there are options for anchor kits. Anchor windlasses could be an option okay. on certain models. But once we get up to a certain size, um, say our 33s, uh, express cruisers, uh, SAVs, sports activity vessels, you're going to find that windlasses are standard. But even with a windless standard... Okay, now before we go further, let's imagine for an instant... That I don't have any idea what a windlass is. Okay. <laughs> Let's imagine that. Let's imagine that scenario mm-hmm. where you've said this word three times and imagine a world where I don't know what that means. Yeah, obviously we do. But right. there could be somebody right. Uh, listening right now thinking like, okay. golly, well, I wish they'd fill w- me in. Windless is a motorized device that is going to supposedly um, deploy and retrieve the anchor for you. Duh. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So the windlass is going to be mounted, hopefully, up at the bow. Um, And you'll either have controls at the helm or you'll have controls at the location of the windlass itself or both. Or the great thing now is remote control. (laughs) Awesome. It really is because you can operate it from anywhere in the vessel. So the, the challenge, of course, is in deploying and retrieving if you're in a boat by yourself, it becomes a bit of a challenge because you really should be, especially when you are, well, for either retrieving um, or deploying, be monitoring the uh, layout or the retrieval of the rope and or chain to make sure that nothing has gotten fouled, things like that. It's a lot harder to do with your if you're by yourself because... The correct way to anchor is, okay, I want to anchor at location X. I have to go beyond that, take into account the depth that I'm in, how much anchor and chain I've got, how much road, drop, back up. So I've got my anchor set and I've got my chain road that's going to lay on the bottom, which is also going to help hold not only the anchor in place, but my boat as well. Well, there you go. I think we've learned something that one person listening right now didn't know. Now they know. And I'm glad they've caught up with us. But I have so much more to tell you. Thank God we're out of time. And on that note, we'll end it. Till next time. Remember, whether it's sail or motor, life life is is better better as as a boater. boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.